the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer watching me on bcctv.org. I'm so glad you're hanging out with me. And of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, and that's WAVA 105.1. FM. This is a call-in talk show, and if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays. That's today. Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Wisdom Wednesday, and today we're going to talk about the wisdom of relational intelligence. Uh, The wisdom of relational intelligence. Do you have some areas of relating that need some work? Uh, Are you connected in relationships to others and they need some work? Have you ever heard of something called the Johari window, which is the concept of having blind spots uh, in your life, which means that there are other people who are aware about certain things uh, regarding you, but you're not aware of them. And so that blind spot or that Johari window is that place where other people see something about you, but you don't. Would you want to know if you knew that there were some areas uh, in your life that other people perceived, but you couldn't see it? It's kind of like having, uh, let's say, broccoli in your teeth or spinach in your teeth and everyone sees it but you. How would you want someone to talk to you about it? And by the way, would you tell somebody if they did have uh, spinach in their teeth, would you do something about it? It's uh, It's that idea of there are things about me that other people see and are aware of, but I don't see and I'm not aware of it. Part of relational intelligence is, is, you know, having feedback to let you know some things about yourself to help you be better at being the best version of yourself. It's not to criticize you. It's to help you be better at whatever it may be. So if that's the case, then how do you share with people their blind spots or something about them that may need work? 
this is not the easiest thing to deal with. And by the way, what if you're somebody that needs work? Since we all have blind spots, we all need work uh, in some area. If someone sees something about us, should they say it? And if so, how should they approach us? That's what we're talking about today. I want to take your phone calls on the topic. It is a call-in talk show, and maybe you have a question about how you can deal with uh, blind spots in other people or how you'd like other people to help you see your own blind spots. All of this is for our own relational intelligence, our own relational growth. And I'm here to help you build a bridge, not only in the area of race and religion, but in the areas of relationships. So let's do that today on this Wisdom Wednesday. If you want to give me a call, my phone number is 888-432-7434. Once again, the number here live in studio is 888-43-BRIDGE. I'm about for a word of prayer, give you a little more information to take your phone calls right here in studio live with me. David Anderson, 888-43-BRIDGE. Come on, let's pray together. Dear Lord, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to learn about ourselves. And you help us reveal things that we uh, cannot see unless you put a mirror in front of us and uh, put people around us who would be honest enough to give us feedback. Help us to be humble enough to receive it and also loving enough to give it. I pray that today's show is uh, something that brings a smile to relationships and brings a smile to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. Hey, I want to thank Home Fix Custom Remodeling for putting a roof on my buildings. They'll put a roof on your building as well if you need a roof replacement or you need new doors or windows or siding. That's the company I called. I used them. And we were satisfied. If you want to be a satisfied customer as well, and you've been thinking about getting a, a new roof or siding or doors or windows, make sure you call Home Fix Custom Remodeling. And you can find them at homefixcustomremodeling.com. Or you can call them at 202-505-4944. All righty. Here's my number, 888 Four three bridge. You can always catch me at andersonspeaks.com or just download my free Gracism app. That's Gracism. Just go to your smartphone and uh, download it. It's free and you'll learn what it means to be a Gracist. All right. My number one more time, then we're going to kick it off in New York, New York. Here's the number 888-432-7434. All right. Let's go to Mary who's in New York, New York. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. I just wanted to um, propose a, a scenario for you about, like, leaders in the church or even people who give out information, uh, especially based on, like, pastors and bishops who teach in church. And the things that they say are not scriptural. I mean, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, at one time it may have been scriptural and the word was good, but then you— it's more of self. It's more of worldly things. It's more of what are you thinking about? You no know, information. It's like bishops and pastors who preach. I mean, I, I'm not going to say the church. Sure, but give me but a give me a specific thing that we can like we can noodle around so I understand what you're talking about. For instance, say instead of getting up and preaching about the scripture, you're getting up and you're talking about, oh, you're giving illustrations of what happened in your life. Like, oh, well, today I went and um, I did, you know, something happened to my car and, you know, you have to know that you have to keep, you know, your car up and, you know, just telling about what happened in the person's life as opposed sure. to, you know, 
keeping it biblical. I don't want to hear self-gratification lectures. Sure. Then you but my go- problem is, how do I approach that? I think you approach it by going to another church where you can receive the teaching, because uh, in order for the Word of God to be preached, sometimes you need to use illustrations to bring color to it so that it can be understood by the listener. So I'm not a, I wouldn't necessarily agree with you that they shouldn't uh, use illustrations or analogies. Uh, what I would say, though, is you're talking about a certain style of teaching, and so you'd probably need to find a church or a place where they have the kind of teaching that actually uh, helps you to digest God's Word in a way that's practical for you, because there may be somebody else who's who's saying, you know what, Mary, I'd, I'd actually love that. I'd love to know that that preacher, A, is real, but B, how does it work out in his life when his car breaks down and, and his faith is shaken, or whatever, you know, again, we're just talking about illustrations that are coming to our minds here, but I, I would say you you might be dealing more with uh, the style of preaching. And the- well, there's a lot of people that are feeling that way, and I do a lot in the church. Okay. Even the, the leaders, in, it, it's a very touchy situation. Well, why don't you hold on for a second? Let me. Leaders- why don't you hold on? Let me run to this break, Mary, and when I get back, let me hear what you have to say. Nothing is more classy on a well-dressed man than a nice pair of shoes to complete the stylish look. Whether you want a pair of custom-made shoes or simply want to repair those well-worn shoes you've always loved, Joe Stern from Cobbler's Bench is the man to see. Cobbler's Bench shoe repair shops are located all around the nation's capital. Check out a location near you at cobblersbenchshoerepair.com. Cobbler's Bench shoe repair repairs all leather items and shoes. Tired of cookie-cutter weight loss programs? A Better You will customize a program just for you, just for a better you. Whether you want to lose 10 pounds or 100 pounds, Dr. Karen Clark Bennett, founder and medical director of A Better You, has a customized program just for you. Call A Better You at 410-672-2700 for your free body composition analysis and B12 injection. That's 410-672-2700. Call A Better You today. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. We all know that God has a perfect will, but did you know the state of Maryland also has a will? The state of Maryland has a will for every person prepared once they die. McCollum & Associates prepares wills, trusts, powers of attorney, and advanced medical directives and handles probate estates. Sadly, most Americans don't have a prepared will, thus leaving it up to the state to determine how assets are distributed after you die. Contact McCollum & Associates, 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or to find resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline anytime at 888-432-7434. For rebroadcast of this program or to watch live, visit bcctv.org. Join our text community and receive a free weekly inspiration text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's 
I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. Now, back to Real Talk. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Wisdom Wednesday, and we're talking about the wisdom of relational intelligence, seeing our blind spots and helping others uh, see theirs. How do you deal with that? And uh, you can give me a call if you want to. Maybe you have a question about a relationship where there is a blind spot that someone has. They're not self-aware. You see it. How do you approach that? Or vice versa. Uh, maybe you have blind spots, but you don't know you have them. Who can you trust to share honest feedback in a loving way with you? Uh, give me a call if you want to. Here's my number, 888 432 7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go back to Mary, who's in New York, New York. And Mary, before the break, was talking about preachers who are using uh, just kind of normal everyday analogies, but uh, is disturbed that people aren't preaching the word of God. And Mary, we were talking about it because part of it was, I was wondering if you're just dealing with uh, a preacher in your church or somebody that you don't necessarily uh, like their teaching, you might need to go to another church. Am I off on that one? No, it is. It's the preacher in our church, and it's a lot of leaders that are noticing that, and it's also falling now to like parishioners that you know are coming and saying, you know, I don't even understand, you know, what he's saying now because it's it's not scriptural, and I, I don't mm-hmm. have anything against analogy, okay. but I think it should be rooted in scripture. But my problem is that I think that he has a blind spot. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's something going on with his life, but the war, the word is watered down. And my problem that we, we have now, if we approach this person, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the bishop of the church, we're taking a, a, a risk of having the church to be separated, or, sure. you know, it could be the people are going to suffer. But my thing is, should the people suffer from getting watered down, no word? Because there's other people, like when he goes away to get up and preach, and there's some other pastors in there that really preach. Sure. Well, you know, I don't know. So that's where I'm at. Well, it's hard for me as a pastor to hear it because I don't know what that means. And what I mean by that from my seat as a pastor and a preacher, I've heard people say, you know, you're not preaching the Word of God, and— uh, it's watered down. I mean, I've heard those criticisms uh, before, right? And so uh, it depends on the way the Word of God is coming. Now, I'm not sure if those criticisms are fair, by the way, uh, as a graduate of Moody Bible Institute for my, you know, bas- bachelor's degree in pastoral studies with a Greek language emphasis and my master's degree in ministry, Moody Bible Institute. Bible's right there in the middle of the name. And so that's a jab to the to the heart when I hear it. I feel like I'm very faithful to God's word, right? And so, but let's just say you would say, but you know what, Dr. Anderson, I've heard you preach and you are preaching God's word. You're doing it sensitively with love and with with accuracy. So let's say you like that about me. There's still somebody else that's going to say I'm not. And so without me knowing the person that you're speaking about, and please don't tell me who it is, of course, knowing the person you're speaking about and hearing them teaching, it's hard for me to give an accurate evaluation of whether they're really preaching God's word or not. You know what I mean? And so I have to take you at your word. So let me go with your word on this. Let me go with Mary is right. This preacher is not preaching God's word. What does Mary do if she's a part of this church? And I think that it's what's most important for you to do 
is to ask yourself the question, can I live under this ministry because maybe he doesn't preach the word uh, the way I want, but there are other preachers that do, and there's great fellowship here, and I'm still spiritually connected and spiritually growing, and I just have to deal with that. So there's that choice. But don't you believe that the, the word of God, the gospel can be preached in Australia, Germany, it doesn't matter. If the word of God is biblical into the word, then it can be preached anywhere. When word is watered down and it's not scriptural, then that's when people start to notice, hey, you know, something's not right. It's more flesh up here. It's more right. so, it's more of you. It's more materialistic. Right. So I, that's another problem that I was, you know, praying for, you know, praying about. I'm like, the word is able to be teached. And right. I really believe that a lot of these pastors, you know, you know, they have degrees and stuff, but I think real pastors have to have an anointing to teach the word. Well, I, I, a lot of these I agree with that. Are not well, you know, and again, I'm not going to talk about but a lot of pa- I'm not going to talk about a lot of pastors because I can tell you a lot of pastors are anointed. You know, so uh, yeah, a lot of pastors. You know, are anointed, so but I'm just the, saying there's some that you know they have a lot of degrees and everything. Sure. But- and then there's some that have there's there. some that have no degrees and they're anointed. And so it's not like I'm disagreeing right. disagreeing with you. I'm with you, Me but neither. I want to I want to help you with your particular situation. And so I would say option one is the first thing I said. Do I stay because I like the ministry and I'm still growing? Or here's the other thing: I'm so conflicted by the word not being preached uh, by the head bishop uh, that I really do need to move on. And make that decision. But let me tell you the one thing you don't want to do. So I gave you those two options. Stay and deal with it because I I can, you know, you know, you got to give and take. I'll give on that one. Or leave uh, and find a place where I can truly receive good teaching and grow in the faith. But the other option, so that's two options. Let me tell you the option I don't want you to do. Uh, and that is to create dissension in the church where the people who are there yeah. who are having a problem, yeah. now all y'all start talking about it, and it becomes like rising yeah. up in that ministry. I'm, I'm a fan yeah. of, look, if there's so many ministries out there. Look, because there's so many ministries out there, there are a lot of choices. Find another one. Don't break up the one that you're in. Now, if this was the only church in all of that, all of that city, well, then I'd fight for that church. But that city probably has 10 other churches within 10 blocks of it. Find one that you can support, get behind the leadership, because the dissension of the brethren, all right, uh, is one of the tools that the enemy uses in order to scatter sheep. So that's yeah. the option I don't want you to take is option three. And yeah. I'm not. Okay, I'm good. Not do that. Good. I don't, yeah, I don't want you to do. be that, that person. Yeah. No, I love the people too much. There you go. And now with regard to how do okay. okay, so how do you do with this pastor who has maybe this blind spot? Uh if it if it were me, this is what I would ask and you. And I love him. I do. I love sure. him and I pray for him every day. I love him. He's a, a fantastic person, but I just maybe something's going on in his life because he used to really preach really good. Right. But I, right. I just don't know what's so going on right I, now. I think might what I might do Again, if it were me, write an email or a letter or a text, depending on how well you know the person, and, and just ask, hey, how can I pray for you? How can I pray for you? Uh, because I'm going to tell you something. People who serve me and encourage me and I know that are for me, I'm more mm-hmm. willing to hear truth from them, even if it hurts. 
And so okay. you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like I have, I need, yeah, I, I need to be corrected at times. Right. And if I'm corrected by you and I have a relationship and you love me and I know you love me and you pray for me and you care about me, then you come to me and say, pastor, are you doing okay? How can I pray for you? Uh, why? Well, you know what? Your, your sermon seemed like you may be struggling with something. And I just want to let you know I'm praying for you. Well, you know, that's going to, that's going to open me up in a different way than those, you know, those criticisms that come and they never stop, right? You get 10 of them a day. So if you get a hundred emails, a tithe, 10% of them are going to tell you that you suck. I mean, you know, that's just the reality of it. And it's terrible because it works. It works on the, on the uh, discouragement of the pastor. And this is why they leave the ministry uh, because they, they may not be at the level they need to be at to serve the people. So what are they supposed to do? Do they leave their call? Do they walk away? Or do their no, people help encourage them through whatever it is they're going through? Are you feeling me? Yeah. Well, how did you word that? When, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know that what I said. said. You said, are you dealing with a struggle? That was okay. That was good. I can't remember what I said, but I can tell you, you. if you would come to me and just say, how can I pray for you? Uh, I'm here for you to support you and encourage you. Uh, When I know that that's how you feel and you're regularly doing that three weeks in a row, three months in a row, something like that, then if there really is something going on with me, I'm probably going to share it with you and say, yeah, you know what, pray for this, uh, my marriage, or pray for my finances, or pray for my daughter, or, okay. you know, whatever it may okay. be. Because it sounds like you actually you actually love this man and love the church. I do. I we, we love our bishop. We love him, but there's something is affecting his preaching. And we just, I mean, we've been praying and praying and praying, and it's been over a year now, and it just hasn't changed. So I'm really concerned. I don't want to split the church. I don't want him to leave. I want the Lord to come in and intervene, but... You know, but you being a pastor, that that has helped. That that I know what I'm going to do now. That's what I'm going to do. I'm well, going to take that approach. Well, praise God, and that's really yeah. helpful, and that helps us with our, with our topic today of relational intelligence and seeing blind spots. It's not easy, Mary, but thank you for being one of those kinds of people in the thank church. Thank you. <laughs> thank right. you. Have a blessed day. Blessings back to Bye. you. That's Mary in New York, New York, and uh, you know I love her. I love her spirit. And here's the thing: I love, I love. Uh, church folk who want their church to be the best, right? I mean, the best for God, the best for their spiritual growth, best for the pastor. We all want to have great churches. The reality is you're dealing with people who aren't great. They're not extraordinary. They're normal, everyday people. And with that comes brokenness and problems and struggles and and who do you talk to? Who should you share with? Who don't you share with? Uh, you know, do, do I connect with this clique or not? How do I deal with it? You see, the church is a sociological group and relational intelligence is absolutely critical if you're going to be a part of any sociological group, especially God's house. But even if it's not God's house, maybe it's a sociological group that's a sports team or that's a neighborhood um, association or whatever your sociological group is, if you don't have relational intelligence where you're willing to see blind spots and share blind spots and you're willing to communicate in ways that you can help build a bridge over conflict or walk through conflict together, uh, that, that group is going to become unhealthy and dysfunctional. And what we're trying to do here is help you build a bridge of relationships so you can be more healthy, more functional, 
and deal with the relational challenges that face all of us. If you want to talk about this, maybe you have a relational challenge in front of you. And, you know, the wisdom of relational intelligence and overcoming these challenges sometimes is just talking it through with someone. Well, I'm willing to talk it through with you. If you want to ask me a question about a relationship, this is the time to do it. Let me give you my phone number. Here it is. It's 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. We're talking about the wisdom of relational intelligence and specifically seeing and sharing blind spots. Uh, Do you have a blind spot? Of course you do. You just don't know what it is, right? But if you've been driving, and many of you are, when you change lanes, make sure you look over your shoulder. Why? Just glance. But you got to do it. Why? Because if you don't, there can be something in your blind spot that you don't see. Well, the same is true relationally. There could be something in your blind spot that you don't see, and someone needs to honk a horn or just let you know that there is something that is in your blind spot that if you knew was there, you wouldn't, you wouldn't proceed, would you? Well, that's why we're trying to help you today. If you want to give me a call, do it right now. I'm going to run to a commercial break, and as soon as I get back, I'm taking your phone calls at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. You're listening to, you're watching Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Interested in upgrading to a new energy-efficient heating and air conditioning system? Call for a free estimate and receive up to $1,000 off and a new Wi-Fi thermostat. Also, ask about the complete system checkup for only $79.95. Call J&P Heating and Air Conditioning today at 1-800-FIX-1110. That's 1-800-FIX-1110 or visit JNP.com. Offer not to be combined with any other offers from J&P Heating and Air Conditioning. Joining me right now, Mike Raikman, co-founder of Fellowship Home Loans, mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. And Mike, mortgage rates are still lingering around the lowest they've been all year. Credit card and other unsecured financial debt rates are going up. And so I guess my question for you, what does this mean for the American homeowner right now? It's a great point that you made, and and Freddie Mac just released something that mortgage rates may start to rise. But if you have a credit card, that has a high balance and you can't get rid of it, or you have a charge card where you're paying 25, 30% interest on it, you can consolidate those debts into your mortgage, save money on a monthly basis, and mortgage interest is tax deductible where unsecured interest is not tax deductible. Folks, you need to find out more about that and other things. Call 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 1-800-804-7283 or go online to fellowshiphomeloans.com. This is WAVA General Manager Tom Moyer. I want to personally invite all pastors and ministry leaders to our Fall Pastors Conference and Luncheon coming up Wednesday, October 11th at 4th Presbyterian Church, Bethesda, Maryland. This year's featured speaker is Alistair Begg, host of Truth for Life. The conference starts at 9.30 a.m. 
a.m. with continental breakfast and workshops that will encourage you. Come be refreshed at WAVA's Fall Pastors Conference and Luncheon, October 11th. Pastors and ministry leaders should register today at WAVA.com, keyword pastor. This is an urgent message for men who are making more bathroom trips each day or waking up at night to go. A prostate wonder pill is taking Walmart by storm, leading to a 179% increase in sales. Experts just can't believe how well this one little pill helps reduce bathroom urges. I'm talking about Super Beta Prostate, the best-selling prostate supplement in America. If you're concerned about your prostate health and making more bathroom trips, here's great news. Since drugstores keep running out of stock, we're letting men try their first bottle of Super Beta Prostate free. Just call us ASAP. That's a full, free 30-day supply. You only pay shipping and handling. Call 1-800-586-6272. Super Beta Prostate is a safe, non-prescription formula with naturally-based ingredients that reduce bathroom visits and support your prostate health. Claim your bottle while it's still free. Call 1-800-586-6272. That's 1-800-586-6272. 1-800-586-6272. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Wisdom Wednesday, and we're talking about the wisdom of relational intelligence, seeing blind spots, sharing blind spots with others. We all have them, things that people are aware of about us, but we may not be aware of ourselves. In psychology, it's known as the Johari window. Joseph and Harry came up with this oh, 55 years ago. That's where you get the word Joe. Harry, Joseph, and Harry. Anyway, it's a psychological concept, but it's a relational one. And it's also a counseling one, a therapeutic one. Uh, but, you know, God puts it another way. If you look into the word of God like a mirror and you walk away after seeing your reflection, what do you do? If you do nothing, uh, then, you know, basically that, that word or that mirror meant nothing. Well, mirrors are important for us. We use them in cars and we use them in our, in our house. It helps us to see what we can't see otherwise. In other words, uh, everybody can see me if I have 100 people standing in front of me, but I can't see myself because I'm inside myself. So they see something different than I see. And guess what? If I'm looking at you, I see you differently. I can see the pimple on your face. You can feel the pimple on your face, but you can't see it because you're inside unless I show you a mirror, unless you do a selfie. Uh, The only way you're going to see yourself is if you use something else to reflect back to you because you're inside yourself. So everybody has a perception of us that's different than our perception of ourselves. We try to match those the best way we can. And so feedback helps us do that. People and relationships are mirrors, if you will, to help us see ourselves. And sometimes it's really cool what we see. Other times, mm, not so cool, right? (laughs) This is why we need help to grow. And this is why we need humility in relationships. All right, I'm going to give you the phone number, then I'm going right back to the phone lines. I was in New York, New York with Mary. Uh, In a minute, I'm going to go to Camden, New Jersey with Maria. But hold on, let me give you the number. Are you ready? Here it is. 888-432-7434. One more time, that's 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Maria. She's in Camden, New Jersey. Hi, Maria. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. How can I serve you? Um, well, my 25-year-old son last year moved back home. He had been on his own for a few years, finished college, um, kind of kicked around looking for this and that kind of job. 
And so he decided to move back home, pay some bills, save some money. Um, it's been about a year that he's been home, and I find myself really being unable to let go of mm-hmm. being mom with him. I worry about him excessively, really excessively, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm a Catholic. I, I, you know, Christian, and I really mm-hmm. want to. I want to treat him like an adult, and I also want the freedom for myself to, to stop sure. the anxiety and the worry. But he lives with you, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he goes in and out, and you don't know where he's going, what he's doing, but he's living under your roof. Is you that know, right? It's not. You know, it's not so much that. I mean, he 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 has a job. He, okay. you know. Um, when he goes out, he tells us he's going out, okay. that sort of thing. I mean, I don't know what he's doing exactly, but I don't sure. think it's anything bad, really. Sure. So what is your worry? What is your worry? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it. I just feel it's really difficult letting go. I have three children. He's my oldest. Okay. And of the three, he's actually not in the church right now. He doesn't go to church, and I think that's a big concern of mine. Okay, so you're worried about his relationship to God? Mm-hmm, Are you, I, I find that pre- preaching's horrible to him. Sure, okay, so that's one area of worry. It's a spiritual worry, I get that. What other worry do you have for him? Um, he made some bad choices over the years. He's really gotten his life together in the last year and a half mm-hmm. or two, um, but you know, he did some kind of stupid young adult sort of things when he was in college. Sure. Um, and I guess I, I'm a little bit perfectionistic about him, and I think it's his decision he making. Has to get great grades. So, is it his yeah. decision making that you're worried about? So, his 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 spiritual yes. sensitivity and the decisions that he makes uh, causes you yeah. causes you worry. How does that worry come out in your relationship to him when you're talking to him and relating with him? Um, I, I very often sort of pry a little too much. And okay. He's very polite, but he, you know, I can tell he doesn't like that. And actually, it comes out a lot in my own, I, I stuff it inside, you know, so sure. I'm very tense and nervous sure. and stuff inside myself and anxious feeling. And who else do you share share this with? Are you married? Yes. Okay. Do you share it with your husband? Yes. And how, what does he say I about do, it? Of course. Well, he's a very he's a laid back person. He he was a young man himself, and so he he can see that my son's on on a good path. He's not doing terrible things. He's, right. He's on a good path, but my my husband basically says that I should try to step away and gotcha and realize he's a young adult and that right. Sort of thing. Right. Okay. So from what I'm hearing, Maria, here's the bottom line. And again, take this before the Lord, because I don't know you that well. But what I think I'm hearing from you is you love your firstborn. And and bottom line is you have a hard time letting go of him. And and Mm -hmm. he now needs to transition into being a man. But you still treat him like a, a boy. All right. Whether you're treating him like it or not in his in your in your mind, in your heart, he's still your little boy. Uh, now you need to trans- yeah. transition and start seeing him as a young man. And what I need you to do is mm-hmm. to start start treating him like a 25-year-old friend of his. All right? And so think about his friends for a second who are his age group and how you deal 
with them. Now, when I come back from the break, I want you to hold on. Because when I come back from the break, I want to wrestle this down and really help you with it. I think I can give you a couple things to do. You're watching and listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, this is Dr. David Anderson. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. And they say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study and then you have 60, 90, 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in a church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at ogs.edu. That's ogs.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. In bookstores now, Gracism, the art of inclusion. What if you take a negative word like racism and a positive word like grace and blend them together? Then you have Gracism. The focus is on the positive both when it comes to ministry and life so that we can all reach the worthy vision God has laid out for us. There is no doubt that author Dr. David Anderson believes that through the movement of the Holy Spirit and by following the seven sayings of a gracist, we all have the capacity to become gracists ourselves. This book is a must-read for anyone who wishes for the extension of favor on their lives and the lives of everyone they encounter. Gracism, the Art of Inclusion is published by University Press and can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or going to Andersonspeaks.com. Everybody likes a nice compliment every now and then, and oftentimes people compliment me on my smile. Well, I have to give some credit to Pearl Smiles Dental because they've hooked me up with dentistry, pearlsmilesdental.com. Check them out because they will make your smile as nice as mine. Well, actually, maybe even better. Give them a call at 410-799-1793. That's 410-799-1793, or go to pearlsmilesdental.com. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's the second half of the show. We're talking about a relational intelligence, seeing blind spots and sharing blind spots. That's the area of yourself that you may not see yourself, but others do see it. And if you're going to be relationally intelligent, if you're going to be able to relate to people in a healthy way, then it's good to be a learner about yourself. And uh, the humility it takes is not always easy. Well, you know what? Right now on the line from Camden, New Jersey is Maria. Thank you so much, Maria, for calling and hanging out with me. Let's reboot what we've been talking about. You have your 25-year-old son came back from college he's now living with you and your husband uh, but you still worry about him uh, and you want to help deal with this worry that you have so you can transition Uh, as a mom of three children he's your firstborn he was your baby and I get it all right we have three children and my wife uh, had a hard time 
sending the firstborn off to college, and that's still her little boy. So I get it. This is why God gave a father and a mother, okay? Mom needs to worry about you a little bit. Uh, Dad needs to propel you off into your future. But now you have a 25-year-old boy who you need to start treating like a man. And one of the ways that will help you with the boundary of doing that is start to look at him like one of his friends. So how would you treat one of his 25-year-old friends? Uh, You would be nice, you would be kind, but you wouldn't be overly invasive. You'd give advice if asked, but uh, you may even mother them a little bit. Every every boy enjoys that. Uh, But, you know, you may cook for them. Uh, They all want to hang around and eat your food, you know. Uh, You may even chastise them every now and then. But at the end of the day, uh, you let them be the young men that they are. And that's what your son needs from you. He needs a mom that will chastise, that will correct, that probably will cook for him and hug him and kiss him on the neck before he leaves. That's what every mother does, no matter how old the boy is. So that's a beautiful thing. Don't lose that. But all those little worries that you have, what I want you to do with those is to write them in a journal, speak them to a counselor, or pray them to God. But don't verbalize those to him. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know why I'm telling you to do that? Uh, well, so I can regain a little bit of peace. Right. Definitely. I think it'd be more healthy for you. Uh, but what it will also do is allow you to respect the feelings that you have, which are worry. All right. And we know we're not supposed to worry. Right. But this is how we deal right. with it. We deal with it by praying. All right. And then God gives us that piece writing it out. Okay. That helps us put down what we're actually thinking or talking it out. All right. And that's why counselors are good because you can share stuff with them and they can't share it with everybody else. Okay. So basically it's respecting that you feel that way. And now you got to get it out of you and then God will replace it with the peace that you need. So we're respecting and validating what you're feeling. That's the first reason. But the second reason is because you will relate better to him if it's not all jammed up inside of you. Once you get it out of you and God gives you that peace, then you'll relate to him the way you're supposed to relate to a 25-year-old, and that will keep him around. Not mean, not, When I say around, not living with you around, uh, but it will keep him from, you know, once he is gone or whatever, be like, I can't be around mom because she's just overly worries. I can't tell her anything. We can't communicate because if I tell her, she's going to worry. So I'm not even going to bring my new girlfriend, Becky, around yet, or I'm not going to tell her about the health report I got or whatever, you know, so he's not going to share with you because he feels like he's protecting you from worrying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now you need to be that person that even if he does share stuff with you, okay, son, well, let me pray about it and we'll get back to you. You're going to take that worry to the Lord and you're going to come back with great answers that God's going to give you for your son. Is this helpful? Yes, it's so helpful. Okay, good. Well, God bless you, and I do pray that that anxiety would be taken away from you. In fact, I'm going to pray it, pray it out of you right now. Can I say a prayer for you? Yes, thank you. Dear Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray that the anxieties and the worries that our sister Maria has would be placed on you and that you would replace them with your peace. Guard her heart and her mind. In Christ Jesus, and thank you for taking care of her boy. We're putting her boy in your hands, knowing that you've got him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Maria. Thank you, doctor. Thanks so much. My pleasure. That's Maria from Camden, New Jersey. Let's go to Anonymous in Calvert County, Maryland. 
Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? All right. How you doing today, sir? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What's your comment or question? Okay, I uh, have a pastor friend. He's new to being a pastor. Um, and I noticed some things about him. Um, he had went ahead and got a few sermons offline and preached them. <laughs> okay. But he preached them like they were his. Because when I uh, read through the, the sermon, I had heard it before. So I went and just looked up. But he also told a little parable and also the story of the, the original pastor. Like, oh, when I was young, this happened, and I did this, and this is how I was. And I'm looking at him like, yo, you're in the pulpit lying, man. That that wasn't you. Mm. And somebody else who's uh, who's a, 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 um, a sermon surfer, yeah. now there's, there's people who listen to more than one preacher. Sure. Um, well, they happen to hear the same thing of, of another sermon that he preached. Now, is this your pastor? No, no. Okay. It, 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 now, are you at are you at a church? Yes, I, I am at a church. And so and you, you've detected that this person, this pastor from another church, is plagiarizing. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I know him. You, okay, so do you have a relationship with him? Yeah, yeah, we 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 know each other. Okay, so if you have a if you have a relationship with him, I just ask him straight up. I mean, if you have a relationship with him, do, do y'all go out and have you know like food together and stuff like that? Um, whenever we can. Okay. Um, so what I would do is I'd wait till you get to a time when y'all are hanging out, and you're a little bit more relaxed. And then not even accusing, just asking. Remember, ask instead of assume, uh, ask instead of accuse. All right? So uh, that's, that makes the person less defensive. And then I would simply just say, hey, man, listen, I think you're a great preacher. I've been listening to a lot of your sermons, but a couple of them sound pretty familiar to me. Uh, are, where are you getting your material from? And then let them yeah. let let tell you. Where are you getting your material from? Where, how are you studying it? You know, just ask him. Let him come out with it. And then you can be able to say, man, yeah, because that one story sounded familiar. It sounded like preacher so-and-so. I read the thing, and it looked like it was pretty much the same to me. And let's see how, he, see how he responds to that because it's non-confrontational, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's bringing up the issue. And it'll do two things, whether he'll admit it, right, and he'll say, yeah, you know, on that one, I read the same thing, and, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. Or he won't admit it, but he probably won't do it anymore because he knows people are listening like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But either way, either way, you helped him. Do you understand? So you're not trying to wrestle him to the mat and pin him down and make him say, uncle, uh, you're trying to bring to his awareness that, listen, uh, if you're going to continue to preach the word of God, you know, you want to make sure that if you say this is your story, it's your story, not somebody else's. And if it is someone else's, right. just, just say it is. I mean, you know, hey, I was reading the preacher the other day and this is what he said. And then go ahead and tell the story. It still can work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and it's it's this guy's like got it down to the T. Yeah. Because when to get the crowd hype, when not to get the crowd hype, and then it's a website that'll show you these things. And I'm just sitting there like, oh man. Wow. Well, yeah. Somebody again, have brought it to my attention. Well, yeah, and I would leave it right. I would leave it right there. I wouldn't even take it any further because there, there's really no benefit uh, to talking about it with yeah, others, right. you know. And so I would just be like, you know, when people are bringing it up. 
you know, I'd move on to a different subject because it's your friend. It's somebody you know. And then you would wait until you yeah. have that opportunity to talk with him so you can get a more accurate perception of what's going on in his brain as well. Hey, I hope that's helpful to you, my brother. I'm gonna yes, it is. All right. I'm gonna run to this break when I get back in three minutes. I'm taking your call. Give me a call right now. Triple eight four three bridge. I wanna jump it with you. With jumping, jumping. And I hope you like jumping too. Save up to $799 on Marvin's replacement window, the Altrex Fiberglass Infinity. October only and only at The Window Man. TheWindowMan.com has been the D.C. Metro's number one choice in replacement windows since 1989. Featuring Marvin's replacement window, the Infinity, fully constructed of 100% Altrex Fiberglass, eight times stronger than vinyl, and will never rot, warp, bend, or fade. Never. And you'll never be pressured into buying on the spot or hounded relentlessly after your free estimate. TheWindowMan.com educates. You decide. Throughout October, save up to $799 off Marvin's Infinity Altrex Fiberglass Replacement Window. Or no money down, no interest, and no payment until April 2018. Save huge on energy with Infinity from Marvin Altrex Fiberglass Windows and pay nothing until next spring. Schedule your free estimate. 703 978 9888. Prior sales excluded. Financing with approved credit offers cannot be combined. The last thing I wanted to inherit from my mom was her varicose and spider veins. Then it happened. Embarrassing, bulgy, naughty looking legs. Not to mention the pain and swelling. I just couldn't stand it anymore, so I went to Vein Clinics of America. Vein Clinics of America is the oldest, largest, most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. And for 35 years, they've been the leading expert in the treatment of vein disease. Using state-of-the-art laser and minimally invasive treatments, they can begin restoring the natural beauty of your legs in as little as an hour with no downtime. And most treatments are covered by your insurance. My legs look great and feel great. I even love wearing dresses again. Whether it's a family gathering or office formal, make sure your legs look and feel their best this fall. Call now and schedule a free fast-track consultation to find out how you can finally get rid of those embarrassing varicose and spider veins. Space is limited, so call 800-885-8181. That's 800-885-8181. 800-885-8181. Hey folks, Rich Lee here. Well, my pillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable, dryable, and the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, but now, here's their best offer yet. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-517-3636 and use promo code WAVA to take advantage of Mike Lindell's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Now you can take your MyPillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend there is no excuse to delay any longer purchase the best pillow i have ever owned call 800-517-3636 do that today and get the four pack special that's 40 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows my pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you'll stay there longer call 800-517-3636 notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home and now even when you travel call 800-517-3636 or mypillow.com promo code wava we're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? So glad you're hanging out with me, by the way. 
I tell you what, this hour goes by really quickly. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We've been talking about the wisdom of relational intelligence. And by the way, if you uh, want a nice smile, make sure you go over to Pearl Smiles Dental. That's where I go. They're in Elkridge, Maryland. You can find out more information, pearlsmilesdental.com. All right, let's go to Harriet, who's on the phone in Fort Washington, Maryland. Hi, Harriet. Welcome to the show. How are you? Well, I am blessed, and uh, it's such an honor to get through. Um, I had just called a few moments ago, and I was on my cell, but now I'm on a landline. Welcome. And so thank you. Thank you for the topic and the discussion. I feel such an urgency to just, you know, reach out to kind of get another perspective. Um, you were mentioning about seeing the blind spots, and obviously it's dealing with relationships. That's right. I recently married uh, this year, eight months ago, hmm. and um, obviously, you know, we didn't live together before marriage, so mm -hmm. you don't really get to see and know a person until you're actually, you know, behind the closed door. Sure, sure. And so, as a result of the relationship, and I'm going to make it short because I know that you're on a time yeah, frame. Yeah, about another minute. Um, okay, all right. Um, there are things that my husband does that are not biblical. Such as? And I have tried to approach him and and share my views and my understanding, and it's as though I'm wrong and he's not. Sure. Like, what, what kind or, of things does he do that's not biblical, Miss Harriet? Okay. Well, number one, when we got married, prior to marriage, he said he was an entrepreneur, and there were certain things um, about his business uh, tactics that I didn't know okay. until, uh, number one, like for instance, you know, charging, using charge cards to pay bills okay. and to dig yourself into debt. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not paying bills. You okay. know, uh, that would be one. Okay. Gotcha. So nothing immoral necessarily, but the way he deals with his money and specifically he should be getting out of debt, but you see him getting into more debt. Is that right? Well, actually, he's putting the debt on me. Oh, no, no, that's bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's that's difficult. Yes. Well, here, here's the thing. I think the best thing you could do is uh, are you a part of a church? Well, this is the thing. We were in the process of moving to Virginia. Uh huh. So currently, we are not in a uh, a local house. Got it. Okay, so that time. In the interim, that time will come, right? You're, okay. you're praying that God's going to bless you with a, mm -hmm. a church. I would give this some time. I would, if I were you, I would just give this over to prayer. Okay, he's not doing anything that uh, that's you know. I, I think again, it, it's bad. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's not going to blow up in the next week or the next month or something like that. So what I would do is I'd give this over to prayer. Uh, and pray that God would bless you with uh, a pastoral counselor or a Christian counselor who you could sit down with and, and talk about marriage in general, okay? And then when you're talking about marriage in general, then bring this up or things like this that might be helpful. I wouldn't attack them on it, but I would talk about the marriage in general and then move in this direction. That's the best I can do right now, Miss Harry, because the music's coming on and I got to pray us out. So let's pray right now. Dear Lord, we pray for Harriet. We pray for my other listeners and those, Lord, who are trying to figure out how can they be more relationally intelligent and walk after you even better. I pray for my listeners in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Father, 
help your children and don't let them fall. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.